Welcome to UNT Unplugged. I'm your host, Scott Ellis, and I am here with, he's just got one name, like Prince. We're going to call him Habib. Welcome to the show, Habib. Thanks for joining us today. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, what you do with UNT in an event that you have coming up today. Sure. Um, I teach advanced data analytics and advanced data analytics program at UNT Fresco. And I'm here for the Open Data Day or DFW Open Data Day we are hosting in a couple of weeks. Awesome. So we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But I want to start a little bit uh, just by way of what you do at UNT. And that, so you're an associate professor? I'm an assistant professor. Assistant professor. Uh, yes. And you teach uh, advanced data and analytics? So I teach uh, a bit of stats and a bit of data visualization and some, some basic codings here and there, big data uh, um, infrastructure and data engineering. Very cool. So my wife is actually taking your class right now. Um, and I would not define her as a quantitative type of a quote unquote quant necessarily, but she's getting a lot out of it. And I think she's enjoying it, albeit maybe a little bit of frustration at times. But uh, fortunately, she's got a technology person there to help her out once yes, in a while. She mentioned you many times. <laughs> <in the class. laughs> I do try to keep her sane uh, with that respect. But no, it's, it sounds like an interesting course. And it's definitely the kind of thing that I would be interested in taking. So if somebody is interested in learning more about data science in general, and they're interested in, in this master's course at UNT, what do they have to look forward to? What are they going to learn while they're there? Um, so first of all, they, um, this program is a, a master program. Uh, you need to have a bachelor degree to apply to it. Um, it's a very flexible, open type of program where it's mainly geared toward practitioners, so people who are working full-time. Um, and we teach multiple topics, so you will get introduced to many areas within data science, and then you will take it from there to develop yourself further and maybe get an internship or work in an industry in that area. So if you're changing careers or if you are interested in just learning about this area within IT or within computer science, uh, this is your place. Um, again, this program is meant to be for practitioners, so not that much requirements or different courses to prerequisites. We go through the basic details for, for each of the single course. Most of the courses are hybrid and in, in eight-week uh, type of courses, uh, so it's a bit condensed, but it's uh, to the point and to give you um, the head start with with any of the topics we have. I think it's 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 cool that you guys have this at UNT because um, in, in the in, in all of the different companies I've worked with, data science and data scientists are becoming a pretty hot commodity right now. Yes. People that can figure out how to get their arms wrapped around all the big data that's being produced and then actually go and make some kind of sense out of it so that the business can make decisions is just more and more in demand. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. So definitely something I would encourage people to think about if they're interested in that kind of thing. Yeah, the program is super cool. We have groups from different, all walks of life uh, in the program, and you will learn multiple things. Again, you get out of your comfort zone, that's for <laughs> sure. That's and good. Many topics and many things you need to learn, but I think it gives you the basics to start with, and it will accept any, any students from different backgrounds. We have from stats, chemistry, uh, to business, to even uh, healthcare. So, good deal. Yeah. Okay. So let's change gears and talk a little bit about the event that's coming up because mm -hmm. that's really what we're here to discuss today. So why don't you tell us what is the event and when's it happening, and we'll go from there. Let's start. What is open data? So open data is the government data that's available for you for free. To give you a basic example, now everybody is using GPS. Mm -hmm. GPS is started as an open data where the system, the whole system started to be um, open for public after, uh, after it started with the military, then now everybody uses it. So similarly, now government are publishing their data about all of all operations. You can think about from um, inspection, 
restaurant inspections where Yelp is using that data to tell you this this place is nice or it's this place is clean and this is the rating for the inspection for this place, this is all open. If you're using even Google Maps today, you're using open data in another way because cities are publishing their construction, their permitting and all this information where other companies are scooping that information and embed it within their system. If you do tax or if you do charities, many of those um, industries also are using a lot of open data to understand and to um, uh, analyze the, the systems and what's available and what's in there and how people interact and so on. So we are in this event trying to promote the use of open data through our work with the city. So we have this year, City of Dallas, City of Frisco, um, hopefully Arlington as well, the North Central Texas Council of Government, um, they're all coming together to present a challenge. It's a hackathon event, so they present a challenge, okay. and everybody there try to pick a challenge. We'll have multiple ones, and sometimes some groups come up with their own challenge as well because the open data portals are available, and it holds a lot of data in there. So you can bring your own challenge, your own data set, and even your team, and work in there and... Um, in a, in a nice environment where everybody is encouraged to learn and practice and make sense of what's the data. So we are trying to do good with our knowledge in information technology overall or coding. Now, this event is not only for coders and not only for geeks. Um, this event is built to be for general public. So if you're interested about data and you want to learn more, you can attend the event. We have a couple of workshops going on to the side of the event. You will get to learn how to do something, how to use the open data portal. What is the portal? What do they publish in there? How can I benefit from it in my business, either real estate or you're in the restaurant business or any other businesses or even individual. You want to follow up on your government, local government and see what they are doing and learn more about what's happening in there. Uh, we will show you tools and tricks and, and different things to um, evaluate or follow up on what's available in, in their open data portal. Wow. It, 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 that is interesting because I think a lot of folks don't realize how much data is available to them to use for free. Um, and, and the government, you know, publishes a lot of, a lot of data and a lot of, of content even that's, that's free for you to go out and use on your own. I know one of the, this isn't really data specifically, but one example is a lot of the, um, if not all of the images that NASA captures you know, you can go out there, sure. you can download those, you can use them because, quite frankly, as a taxpayer, you've already paid for them. Yeah. Um, and so governments open up a lot of that data. I didn't know about the GPS, although that makes sense. I've used some um, GIS data in the past. Sure. Um, and I don't, it's geologic something or other. Geographical information. Geographical system. information. Thank you very much. Um, in, in some uh, 3D rendering I did where we were creating landscapes and you can actually go out and download data that will allow you to render you know, the Grand Canyon or something like that. For, they've got the data for that, so it's interesting. Tons of data sets are available from each of the local governments here participating with us and other um, government agencies as well. Um, we have the county, hopefully, will be with us as well. So different groups are coming with different challenges. They want to prototype or proof of concept or check what can you do with such a, uh, available data sets. Or sometimes they have a challenge in, let's say, in transportation this year, and we have this challenge with transportation. We have the data. Can you do anything with it? Can you predict? Um, last year, we had in this building, we had an event, which is Hack North Texas, and we had a data set about, uh, from Waze uh, traffic for DFW area. We have uh, a team who won that event, did um, machine learning algorithm to predict traffic or accidents within, within the traffic areas. Um, that was, of course, it's a small event, so the things are just prototyped. It's not fully functional. Sure. 
but it gave them an idea of what can be done with this. And I think the COG themselves now t uh, took it from there and they're developing different models to support the available operation they have. Um, so we are prototyping the technology or what's available, what can you do with this, how can you benefit from that, this, as I said. And if you're also an entrepreneur and you want to build on it or do something with it, you're looking for a team or looking for inspiration, this is one of the events to get you inspired in that area. That sounds like an awesome event. Now, it's got me thinking up, like, what are things I could be doing that I could, challenges I could come and pose. Is there, is, is the open data published in, in, a, in a common format or and part two, if somebody wants to work with that data, is there a language that is preferred for manipulating it or generating reports, things like that? Very good question. So first, the open data portals where the city put their data. So it's an, uh, it's an online portal. You go there and you will see their data sets. Usually those data sets are updated frequently, either every day, every week, depends on the data set. Then the data sets are there in non-proprietary format. So there are usually CSV text files, so you can download them, do anything you want to do with them. And again, the rights for using it, it's, it's open, so you can use it, reuse it, redistribute it, use it in your application or whatever you want to do in your business, and that's open for you. So no, no question asked. So you don't need to ask anybody for permission. You don't need to follow up with any agencies or anybody to download the data set. You can actually link to the data set through the APIs. So if you know what you're doing, you can mainly link to those data sets and benefit from them within your business without go and open everything by yourself. Uh, that's what other companies are doing when they build on top of uh, open available data sets. Okay. And what about languages for working with those data sets? Is there anything particular that... No. Uh, it's open. So once you download the data sets, it's up to you what to do with it. We mentioned GIS, for example. Mm -hmm. If you're a GIS person and you want to do some, some analysis on the GIS system, that's open for you. If you want to download a text file for a class project, let's say for our students, that's open. You can use it and try to find uh, a use for that or do a project with it. I have a couple of students who are, who've been working with open data uh, with me for the past couple of years. That's their either thesis or dissertation project and many classes in UNT and in other university have used that uh, within their classes. Okay, very interesting. Um, I know one of the languages that does pop up a lot, and I just I'm drilling down on this a little bit because it's of interest to me personally, um, is uh, Python, correct? Isn't that pretty common for... Yes, yeah, so Python and R. Yeah. And uh, I need to say also Excel sheets. So okay. those are open. So if you're just good in Excel, you can do a lot of things in Excel. That's true. Excel is a super powerful tool. I think you know a lot of us use it in, in, in a very basic manner relative to what it's capable of. So it doesn't matter if you're as fancy as going into models and building models in your Python or your machine learning neural networks to do something that's good, that's really cool. Or even if you're learning and you're doing just basic Excel or doing other, other even if you're not technical at all. So we have a team who showed up um, two years ago in one of the events and they're totally not technical. And they said, hey, what do we do in such an event? So they brainstormed a challenge by themselves and they decided the open data portal is not easy to understand. Uh, at that time we had uh, Denton as our main uh, challenge and we hosted the event for uh, about five years earlier in Denton now we are moving to make it DFW Open Data Day. Um, so they said, oh, the, the portal doesn't have a video, doesn't, if I'm intimidated with a number of data sets. Um, so they decided to make a video on using the Open Data Portal oh, for the city. And we worked with the city later on after a couple of months now that that video is still hosted as an introduction for the Open Data Portal for City of Denton. Do you remember the name of that video? Is it on YouTube? It's on the website. So if you go to the data.cityofdenton.com, in about us, 
it explain what is the portal, you will have the link for YouTube uh, for the people who made that uh, link available. Excellent. Again, that's data. That cityofdenton.com. Cityofdenton.com. Okay. It, are there other links that you know off the top of your head, places that people can go to look at some of the data sets that are out there? The easiest, which is data.gov. That's okay. the U.S. Um, wow. Open Data Portal. <laughs> that is easy. And again, City of Dallas, if you Google any city almost today and you just say data, the name of the city, regardless of their um, domain, mm -hmm. because domains change and some of them sure. use gov, some of them .com, others. Or, but anyhow, if you use just Google it with a data or open data portal, you will, you will see their portal. Then once into the portal, you will see what your city is offering. And some of them do a call for action. Um, I will do a shout out for Austin because this is one of the um, very good open data portals available. Ton of information, ton of even research and things happening in there. Um, lots of cool systems in the back end too. You can see so many things from scooters and movement and cars <laughs> um, to even trash and or collection and all the whole nine yards is available in uh, in city of Austin. So that, that, that's in Texas, and they're they're doing very well. So pop up in there and see what's in that website. How can you use it, either for a class, for a business, whatever you like. Interesting. Journalism. Journalism. That, can you, do you have way. an example of using it in journalism? Yeah. So I'll give you a very nice tricky example in city of New York. So one of the journalists, or at least a guy in city of New York, looked at the, the traffic citations for a specific traffic citation he used to get in a very specific area. Then he narrowed that down that this type of traffic citation only happens in only certain spots. And there is no um, signage. The right signage is not in there. And the right color coding is not in there for that specific ci uh, citation. Um, so he rallied within the city, he presented all his findings through the open data portal, which is the data he found, and then that's been changed since then. So not only reporting things and looking at how the government is operating and what's going on in there, but also you can make a change and you can promote what, what's the change you want to do because you have the evidence and you have supporting evidence from the city data to support you and to back you up on, on rallying for your cause. Interesting. I like that. Yeah. Um, and so they probably put up the correct signage so that they can yes, keep writing citations. That. Yes, <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, when is the event this year? So the event is on March 7th okay. at UNT Frisco. Yeah, so it's coming up quick. Yes. Um, and is it at, at one of the Hall Park locations or is it here in Inspire it's on, Park? It's in Hall Park. In Hall Park, yes. okay. What do people need to know if they want to register, take part, just come out and check it out? Google DFW Open Data Day. We have dfwopendataday.com okay. as well. Uh, we have Eventbrite uh, event, so you can just RSVP there. The event is free, and we will have, uh, of course, food as well. So show up, bring your laptop. Don't come without your laptop because <laughs> we can't do anything without it. So bring your laptop, computer, or whatever you want to work on. Uh, if you have an idea, that will be great. If you don't, just show up that day, and you will see what we have, the challenges coming from the city, the partnering city with us. And I'm sure you will get to know a lot of people, and you get to network with them. It's a fun day. Fun day doing coding or fun day doing um, good with your uh, with your skills. And what what time does it start? So we'll start at nine up to four. Okay. So it's almost half a day with a couple of breaks, and yep. it's a it's a laid back um, type of environment. So you will get into teams after we present the challenges. Uh, we get into teams. Each team work on their challenge. Then at the end of the day, we wrap up and they present their um, findings. And usually we have a sponsor to. Um, 
to sponsor some of the giveaways in there. So that's just make it fun and people will walk out with, with some nice stuff with their hands too. I love it. Yeah. And are there any, any challenges you know of already that people are bringing that you can talk about? <laughs> if you can't, that's okay. I just thought I'd ask. Yes. Yeah, so um, we are working with city of Dallas and uh, hopefully DART and the other cities to make it more of transportation challenge. Okay. So we might end up having with a really good data set about transportation uh, movement and, and tracking within within the city or neighboring cities. And the challenge will be how to utilize this information. What can you do out of it? Maybe we'll have a specific question on certain data sets between public transportation and private transportation. How can we do multimodal transportation? What type of challenges we have? We can also aggregate, or hopefully we might aggregate some of the accidents and the traffic accidents and how um, to evaluate the causes of the accidents and maybe um, make a, an action list to, to help support um, reducing that, uh, that number of accidents. Fantastic. Yeah, it seems like traffic, no, whether it's Dallas, Frisco, or anywhere in between, is becoming more and more and more of an issue and a topic that people are wanting to and trying to tackle in different ways. I think even better, now we have more data. Yeah. So think about Uber, Lyft, even the scooters. They're not only moving around. We have very specific data about them. And if you have this data now, you can do things with it. So this is a new area. It's a new promising area. Even even the, the street fixtures nowadays are collecting data. And you can aggregate some of this data to know more and to make an informed decision about what you uh, how you want to fix it or what are you going to do. Um, that wasn't available before. So this is a big difference uh, between today and a couple of years ago. Yeah, I love it. I know in some of the conversations we've had in Frisco, um, and I've heard Mayor Cheney allude to this several times, and that, you know, once upon a time, the thinking was, if there's more traffic, we just need more roads, we need more lanes, we need to expand all of that. And quickly learned that adding more lanes just means more lanes of congestion. Um, you know, like there's there's a highway, I think, in China that's something ridiculous, like 20 lanes wide. And it's still just packed with traffic all the time. And that clearly was not the solution they were looking for. Um, so they're looking at innovative ways of, of how, how we get people moving around in, inside of the city of Frisco just to alleviate some of the, the traffic headache that already exists. Yeah, they say build it and people will come. And they do, <laughs> at least when it comes to, tra to roads, for sure. So Yeah, so there are other things we can do um, from analyzing this data to looking what's in there, to looking at the streets. So I have a student... Um, is analyzing data from um, city of uh, San Francisco or in uh, California, area, the Bay Area. And we have a ton of data from sensors, from uh, from the cars, from the DOT as well. And he's doing different prediction model using um, um, CNNs in predicting what and what are the causes and how can you elevate e even rerouting situations and how rerouting affect other uh, roadways. So so having the data is, is the first start to improve the process and see what we can do. And it's, again, trial and error, so those events will help prove a concept or build something that wasn't before. I'll give you another example from last year in Dallas. We have a group who came up to the event. Um, we had a couple of challenges, but they came with their own. They live in downtown Dallas, and they're always annoyed with having um, a lot of events in the area, especially with American Airlines uh, Arena mm -hmm. in there, and they live nearby. So they built, actually, um, they built Alexa Skill, to ask what are the events, when are the events are going on in Dallas in that area and what's the traffic in that area so they prepare themselves while they're going out or in the house. Fantastic. Yeah. So clever. Yeah, I love seeing the things that people do. You give them data and let them, let them loose and see what they come up with. Some That's the whole promise from, from the event. So we're looking at something, it's not that specific, 
Uh, people are coming from different walks of life and again, technical, non-technical, and they are all looking at what can we do with this? Can we improve it? What's the challenge? Or coming up with their own challenge if they, if they want. I love it. So we're going to welcome all these people to Frisco for DFW Day Today on March the 7th. Yes. Kicking off at 9 o'clock. So we'll uh, link all this up in the show notes so you guys can easily find what you're looking for. Go out there. Be sure to register and uh, hit that Eventbrite link and sign up, and we will see you on that Saturday. Thank you very much. Dr. Beep, thanks for joining us. It was a fun conversation, and thanks to all of you for tuning into UNTN Blood. We'll talk to you next time. 